The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hey, Cleaning Nation, Mike Campion here with Brittany Shirelle. She owns or has owned Brittany's House Cleaning for two years. Uh, Elite member, amazing human being. Um, I should probably give more stuff about her, but that's all I got for now. Brittany, say hey to Cleaning Nation. Hey, hey, Cleaning Nation, how are (laughs) you? So I got to be honest, we love having our clients in who do well and kick butt so you guys can all be encouraged and be like, well, I can do that. But Brittany is just like a human being made for podcasts. So in the group, she's the, for those of you guys that are with us on video, you get the Brittany smiles happen and her energy is great. So just aside from, I think, being able to share some stuff on how to grow a cleaning company, just how to be a Brittany's got energy. This is going to be a fun podcast. So um, what I always like starting with Brittany is why don't you just give us a 30 second intro, how you got into the cleaning business. We all have a bunch of stories. What's yours? Yeah, yeah. So again, thank you so much for having me here, Mike. I'm excited to talk to everybody a little bit about me and um, about how I got started. Um, so it was a- it's actually funny. I um, used to work in an office environment, just a n- normal nine to five, and I was looking for just something to do strictly on the weekends for just a part-time additional income. So I didn't have uh, any dreams of grandeur at that point. I just wanted something extra on the side. Um, and so I started taking on clients in my neighborhood just on Saturdays and Sundays. And very quickly, um, I I noticed um, that it was more than just that. So um, I became super busy. Um, I had people calling me and I came to the point where I I had to either choose between my nine to five or if I was going to pursue this fully. Um, So I've always been natural at cleaning. Um, I love people and I think my likability has helped me immensely in being able to grow my business. And so I just took a leap of faith uh, a couple of years ago and just went full force with it. And I've uh, gratefully and thankfully have had a full-time load of clients ever since that point. Beautiful. I love that. It's so funny how <laughs> ever just got their own story. Right. So I always like, you know, it's fun to get into the, the after and like what things look like now. We'll talk about that. But if we start there, we're going to lose a bunch of the audience go, well, you know, Brittany's magical or, you know, her life's perfect and, you know, she's special and whatever. Um, so let's just walk through kind of the frustration, you know, when you came, obviously there's some things that you were ho- either weren't working at the level that you wanted or just that give us the frustration. So we can kind of see before we do the after, let's talk mm-hmm. about the before, like what was not working in your business, both on a, not just a financial side, like you know, growth or any of that, but just on a personal side of any, any needs, the business wasn't filling for you financially. Or otherwise talk to us. Yeah. So, um, I, I can certainly say that, um, I had some some background background and some things before from just things I have done prior to the business, but I certainly um, needed a lot of help understanding how to price things, understanding how to schedule clients, um, not double booking myself, not overworking myself, because in the beginning I was a solo cleaner. So I was like the entire show, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I really had to realize in order for me to be able to go to the next level and continue to grow my business, I had to learn how to delegate tasks. I had to learn um, how to um, take things off of my, my plate so I could take the time that I needed to to put, put point my business in the right direction. So it was a huge learning curve for me. Um, I realized quickly that 
that I wouldn't be able to do everything alone. Um, and so I was going to have to reach out and find resources to, to enable me to get the business to the point where I wanted to, it to be. And of course, I'm still growing. Um, but that was a big challenge for me. Um, I had a lot of long days, uh, a lot of tired nights, a lot of days where um, I probably did more than I should from a physical standpoint, but I knew it, it was going to take that in order for me to get the business off the ground. Okay. So some of these questions I know the answers to, but I, I want to make sure I ask just for clean nation. And for sure, like, sure. Why are you asking me this? You know this. Well, let's just <laughs> for everybody else. So when you came to us, were you doing some of the cleaning, none of the cleaning, all the cleaning? What did that look like? Okay, so I was doing some of the cleaning. Well, I'll, I'll say this: I wasn't doing a lot of the cleaning, but the the way the the way I had things set up, I was um, I had team members that weren't all driving, which you, Mike, you know, and I have talked about that before. So I had to make a decision early on when I started with you guys, and so it pushed me back into cleaning for a very short period of time, and then I was quickly able to get out of it again once I put your processes in place to learn how to do that. So just um, to, so yes, so no, yes, then no. <laughs> yeah, let me re let me re say what I think I heard you say. Um, when you you were here, you were cleaning a little, like is less than fifteen hours a week. Is that yeah, fair? yeah, less than fifteen hours. Uh -huh. Okay, but driving, how many hours a week? Because again, whether oh. you're sitting in a car waiting for them to clean or yeah, clean I was yourself, playing what's chauffeur. The playing really yeah, so, exactly. So really, I, I was might as well just play, if you're there, you might as well if you can't be at home or with your family. Yeah. What, am I going to sit in the car and wait? I might as well clean and get this, like, let's go. Exactly. You're exactly right. So I really was a full-time chauffeur slash cleaner. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was. Yeah, and for me, I get, I'm not proud. I'd rather, you know, <laughs> I'd rather freaking clean than just sit in my butt. Um, okay, so that's when you came. And when you came, was it more, was the frustration for you more like, hey, I'm not growing like I like, I'm not making the profit I like, or just the, I'm not living the lifestyle I, I like, or what combination for you? That's usually for everybody. What all three. I, was gonna, okay. Okay, so, no, no, I wasn't growing. I was making profit. Yeah, go ahead. Right. So I couldn't grow because I was stuck in a role that was not promoting growth, driving, cleaning. Chauffeur. Right? <laughs> okay, right, chauffeur. Um, and then I wasn't, I still wasn't pricing properly. Um, and then what was the last thing you mentioned, Mike? Just your physical life, how you. Yeah, exactly. I, I wasn't, um, I didn't have the freedom that I wanted because I was still almost working a job by driving and cleaning. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, hey, thank you for sharing. I don't want to say perfect because it sounds like I'm reveling in your pain, but that is super, I promise you, Brittany, there's a lot of guys and gals out there going, oh my gosh, that's like, that's me. I'm, I'm living some version of that. Okay. So, this is my favorite thing because there's people out there going, well, I'm at your before, Brittany, but I'm afraid to get to your after because, you know, obviously there's money and there's trusting someone else and there's doing stuff differently. Like it's not, you know, I wish we had some sort of magic pill, but we don't. Um, what was your breaking point? What made you go? Because I think you'd heard of us prior. It's not like you saw a Facebook ad like this is the magic. Like you knew what was going on, but you just us or otherwise, I mean, there's lots of options out there. But what moved you from? I'm not really loving, you know, I'm not growing like I want. I mean, the money, I'm not enjoying my life, but I'm not willing to do anything different to, okay, that's it. I got to, today's it. I got to, I got to live a different life. What, what changed? So a couple of things. Um, Yeah. I had seen your ads for a little while before. I already knew that I was going to at some point connect with you guys and and, and try to come aboard. Um, I had seen various ads from y'all for a while. Um, So the bug was in my ear. Um, And I, I knew that if I didn't make a change and figure out how to get myself out of that role, not only just doing that, but also putting the processes in place to keep myself out of that role, then I was just working a job. I mean, what what was the benefit of me doing this versus where I used to work? 
there was no benefit. I wasn't getting any freedom in time. I wasn't able to make any extra money because of the role. I, I knew that something was going to have to change. I either, either was going to be happy where I was just doing what I was doing, or I was going to have to make a decision that was going to take me out of that. Um, and one of the the the, uh, the um, posts that y'all have on Facebook, the, the one that I love and that that triggered me was the one when you have the um, dry erase board and you're like doing this, doing this. <laughs> like when every single thing, um, no process in place and no time to do anything. So um, I knew either I was going to it was the rubber, rubber was meeting the road. Either I was going to make some decisions or I was just going to be an employee of my own business. OK. And I love it. That's believe it or not, Brittany, that's more thought out than most people get. At least you were like, hey, I'm either going to stop fussing at myself and just give myself permission to like this life right. or I'm going to do something about it. But just complaining about this life and not doing anything, well, that's stupid. Either stop complaining or do something different. And it reminds me of the old saying, I need to do this as an Instagram post. Getting a, you know, working for your cleaning company is like quitting your $60,000 a year job, making four, you know, working 40 hours a week so you can work 60 hours a week to make 40 grand a year. The trade off wasn't, the math wasn't math. Right. And then somehow still going, I think this is better. So, like, okay. So I love the breaking point. Not that, you know, I don't want to wish any pain on you, but if that's what it costs to mm -hmm. get you to build something, then let's do it. Okay. So when you came in, Kind of what was your biggest fears in terms of like, I'm going to ask you something scary. It's going to be expensive. We're going to, who knows what you're afraid of. And what, what did you do differently that just because again, I'm trying to think of the, the listener going, well, I, I want that new thing, but I also have fears. Like, what was it? Well, here, we'll do it fun. What was worse than you thought? Like, oh crap, that was even scarier. Like it was, I had fears and it was worse than that. And then what was better than you thought that was, oh, I thought this was going to be terrible, but you know, by golly, it, it wasn't that bad. I, I can do this. Like give us both ends of the spectrum so people can experience them. Okay. So, um, I wasn't afraid of the initial investment. I, I mean, I just wasn't, I, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in you. Um, the more you put into something, the more you invest into something, the more you get out of it. So that, that part of it did not scare me. Um, what did scare me is, um, hiring. Um, I, I've always, and I've been, and, and I think too, it's, some of the in the people I've been around, not necessarily business people, but you know, uh, the negative Nancy's of, oh, it's so hard to find somebody to, to stay around as a cleaner. You're not going to find anybody else. That was scary for me. Um, and that actually, um, it, it's so funny because I found some great people <laughs> doing the hiring funnel that are awesome at, at what they do. Um, and I've done it every, I've done all that through your hiring funnel and being able to to, to, to bring them aboard. Um, so that was a, absolute relief for me, um, being able to do that. Um, I think one of the things that um, scared me also too in the beginning, which it's still not my most favorite thing to do, are price increases. <laughs> okay, right. So, you know, especially because I because coming in, I had clients that I had service for two, you know, two years. Um, and so having to come to them with that conversation was a challenge for me. But I think the more and more that I've done it, um, and the more and more I, I see the need for it, like, hey, if I don't, then I'm not going to be able to have the business that I want. I feel like it makes it's it's ease that 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 fear for me because you know either you want good people coming to your house to clean and do a good job or you don't. And mm -hmm. so I, I've been able to understand that. Hey, um, uh, if they're not the right fit, that's okay. And I'm I'm confident in my ability to market, so I know that I can find the people that are. Mm -hmm.
Real quick, Cleaning Nation, if you can think about how you found out about this podcast, maybe a tweet, a Facebook message, iTunes search, some sort of Instagram post, the only way we grow is word of mouth. We don't do paid ads. We don't run ads. You are it. The only ask I have is if you're getting value, share the love. However you found out about this, if it's a review or post, whatever it is, do that. Pay it forward so the next cleaning company owner can change their life as well. Back to the show. Sorry, guys, if it's if everything just got super echoey, my apologies. I can't fix the mic live, but we're going to keep going. Luckily, uh, what Brittany has to say is the most important thing anyway, so we'll focus on that. So what I hear you saying is the two things that you were really afraid of is raising prices. And the cool thing about that is it's generally kind of once, once you get it, once we teach out a price going forward, you don't have to do it a ton in, in the future. And employ, you know, just hiring team and doing that differently. Was that when you actually got that done, was it worse than you thought? Better than you thought? About what you thought? Like how did how was the reality compared to the expectation? No, w- once I got it done, it was better feeling than what I thought. Um, because I even now going forward, when I go to do bids and stuff, I have the confidence to know that I'm pricing appropriately. Before it was kind of like ah, and, and, you know, I, I guess it might be this much. Now I, I'm very confident when I go into somebody's home, and but also to my it's I know why I'm doing it. So I'm not just going into somebody's house spitting off a number. I, I know that, hey, this is what it needs to be to make sure that you're happy. And then I can do what I need to do on my end. Um, and then the whole hiring process, and, and, you know, what you teach with core values and all, I'm bringing people aboard that are the right fit for the business. So I'm, I'm, I'm confident, again, when I talk to the client, because not only am I pricing appropriately so that they can have um, uh, um, good service, I'm bringing the people that they're going to want in their home, in their home. So all of it has just made me feel a ton more confident in what I'm doing. So what I'm hearing you say is the value was, or a lot of value for you is you changed your, you shifted your beliefs around pricing mm-hmm. employees from a place of fear to some confidence and some expectations that I can do this and I can do, I don't have to live that life and I can make profit and I can't work with people I like. Am I putting words in your mouth or is that where you're Exactly. I, I shifted from a place of of, oh, am I overcharging too? This is what it needs to be for us to serve you at the best level. Mm. So I'm really doing it for them. You know what I mean? Not to hurt them. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things about sales. And I would include this with price raising. It is something you do for your clients, not to your clients. Um, Mm -hmm. I'd always rather charge a premium amount and really kick butt for my clients than be a cheapo. And when they complain, be like, well, what do you expect? It was, you know, 97 bucks or whatever the heck we're talking about. So Okay. I think I covered everything I wanted to get just with your journey. So I'm going to leave you to finish with just, and I I know you're not going to be good at this, Brittany, but this is for other people, not for you. So I know for you, you won't do it, but for other people, you can do this. Brag on your own company a little bit and just your new life, not to make Brittany sound great, because I know you'll be uncomfortable with that, although you are great, but to give some other guys and gals out there hope that we're free Brittany. Like I can't do it. It's not going to work. Like talk to us. I mean, share whatever you're comfortable with in terms of percentage growth of revenue or profit or how much you're working or just like, give us a picture of how your life is, is different. Yeah. No. And, and it's so funny. I'm, I'm certainly a very humble person. So I, I'm, I'm never one. I knew you wouldn't like this. I knew I'd have to fight you. <laughs> But I also think it's really important to say what you said just about my, my life, my lifestyle now, because um, I really didn't think that but when I first started in the program, um, I had no idea I would be able to be at the place that I'm at right now. And I still have a lot to learn and, and, and further to go, but um, it's like night and day. And so I do think it's important for people to, to, to understand that and see that from somebody that has been through the program, um, is continuing on in her journey with, you know, with you guys. But, um, I would say for sure, um, 
it's really, really cool to um, be in charge of my own, you know, schedule every single day and um, play, go by the beat of my own drum. In other words, before I was, you know, racing up at seven o'clock in the morning to go clean my first house. Now I get up, I eat my breakfast. I I do my, you know, I, I do the, the important things for me and then I'm able to tackle the business. Um, I don't, uh, I'm not cleaning anymore right now. So I'm mainly doing, um, uh, um, speaking with clients, doing bids. My life is so much less hectic. Um, mm. It's so much less hectic. I have a team of people that are are going out to clean every day. Um, they check in with me from time to time, but it's like, I feel like an owner. <laughs> you know, before I was like a worker in the business. Now I feel like I own the business. Um, it, it's not running me, I'm running it. So I can choose to work as much as I want to work or as little as I want to work or what have you, but I'm, I'm not doing any of the really the physical labor anymore. Um, and or so that's just kind of, driving. kind of cool to see kind of, yeah, everybody drives now. I don't do any more driving. Um, so, you know, the, the schedule that I made, I make is really based on things that are going to grow the business. It's not on, on stuff that, um, that cleaners or other people that I hired are, are, are paid to do. I'm just hearing you set a different standard for your business before the standard was, if I got to clean yeah. up, if I got to drive, I'll drive. If I got to tolerate unprofitable clients. So like you kind of just let the world dictate your life and your business. And now Brittany's going, no, I know what I want. And I have the tools to decide when I work and what I do when I work and who I work with and for how much I work with them. So all that sounds great. And then profit wise, like it's obviously easier to work less. You can just shut the thing down and make no money, making more or less about the same. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that was the thing too, is um, not being so caught up in the the actual total amount and really being more focused on what, how much profit is it making me? Um, because you, you know, those numbers, when you see you go, wow, you, you can really, um, they, they can, they can kind of mess with you mentally where you're thinking that you're doing more than you're not. And that's really where I was in the beginning. Um, I'd much rather have less revenue and make and be more profitable. And so I understand that now. Um, I did not get that in the beginning. It was always like, this is the number. And if it wasn't big enough or whatever, then I, I felt like I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. But, um, there was one other thing I was going to mention too, Mike, and it just flew out of my head. I guess I'll, if, I, if well, it comes back well, to me. Well, you're thinking of that because I wanted to, I wanted to highlight what you're saying because it's so important. Um, many, maybe most, but certainly many of the people that we work with increase their profit in the, or their revenue in the time they're working together. Some don't, some goes down and I don't give a rat's butt. All I care about is how much money is coming to you as the owner. And it can be really scary to go from making, and I'm not, these aren't Britney's numbers. I'm just making them up from go from making 30 grand a month and making three grand profit to making 20 grand a month and making six grand profit. Even though you're like, why, you know, when I say the numbers just naked like that, I was like, oh, of course I would want that. But when you go through it, it's scary. Cause we've got this ego that says, well, I'm doing 30 grand a month and now I'm doing 20 grand a month. And we feel like we've lost something. And it's like, well, what's the goal? The goal is just to have a, and by the way, nobody knows or gives a crap. I still remember when I had my first million dollar year. I thought I'd get a banner or people would start like calling me, sir, or like something. Nobody knew, nobody cared. I was, <laughs> I was it. And it, yeah. So just want to encourage all of you, whether we work together or not, I don't want to say mistake, but big thing that I hold, I see holding people back is they focus overly on the revenue and maybe not so much on the profit and we can't spend revenue, right? Like if you want to put your kids to college or buy a car or give to your church, you can't do that with revenue, man. That comes out of profit. So really just want to encourage everybody. And if you're working 80 hours a week, who cares how much money you're making? There's, you gotta, you gotta have your life. All right. So there's, there's the end of the sermon. 
Um, whether you came up with a thing that flew out of your head or not, Brittany, I'm going to let give you 60 seconds to just encourage uh, Cleaning Nation any way you see fit. No, I'm, I'm glad because I wanted to, sit, to, to, to give you all some praise. I get praise all the time. I want to give you all some praise too. Um, and, and I really feel truly that um, a lot of the things that I've learned, um, it would have t- taken me if I didn't, if I didn't come aboard, I mean, I would, it would have taken me years to figure out the stuff that y'all told me in this short amount of time. So it's one of those things. It's if, you know, if you really want to move forward, you know, you've got to have that sink or swim, you know, mentality, either you're going to do something that's going to give you the information or, or you're just going to be where you are. And that's, I really truly feel like that. If I, if I did not join this program, I would have zero knowledge. I would be going into 2024 again with the same mindset, pricing people. I, I wouldn't be moving. So, so you've got to make a change if you, if you really want to do it. You know, that's if you want to be successful in this business. Um, I looked at a lot of other, you know, YouTubers or whatever before I joined with this. And I never got any like firm and hard answers on exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like your program gives the exact roadmap of exactly what to do. There's no questions. You know how to do it. And then the confidence that you build um, by getting that information is like priceless. Mm-hmm. Absolutely priceless. Which is so funny to me, Brittany, when you say the confidence that you get, I see you as such a confident individual. So did, I can't even picture you as like lacking self-confidence. I know, but I mean, so, you know, and, and, and thankfully I had a little bit, I was, you know, I've done other things and I've had some like, I know like websites, I mean, I know a little bit of stuff, but the, the business aspect of it, that's where I need the most uh, support. And that's when, what y'all have been able to, to give to me because like I said, I, I've looked at so many other things and it's like, well, you could probably, it was so, it was so much like gray area. It was no like solid information, mm-hmm. but this, this is where it's at. <laughs> so, so grateful. I feel like Brittany should be, we don't so do any great. endorsements, but if we did, I would pay Brittany if we did that. because she's, <laughs> she's good. Um, Mike, you are a freaking genius. Trust me. <laughs> thank you, sisters. You refer to my title. You really name. are. So, hey, thank you, Brittany. You're such a sweetie. And we all on the team just love, I mean, who wouldn't love getting to work with someone with this kind of energy? I'm like, I'm supposed to be coaching you, but I always feel better after I talk to Brittany. I'm like, I think she's doing my job to me right. back. Like we got the <laughs> screwed up. So I, the one encouragement I will leave you with Clean Nation is what Brittany said, I made a little note, just like, man, this would have taken me years uh, on my own. I want to encourage it. I'm 49. This took me 20 years of figuring out before I even started coaching. And I've, I've got well over half a million dollars in my own education. I didn't go to college. So definitely couldn't agree more, whether it's us or somebody else. The most expensive thing is to just, well, I'll figure it out. Like, I guess if you're doing something that's never been done before, but if you're doing something that's been done, and some knucklehead will do a couple of decades worth of experience and, you know, make a couple million dollars worth of mistakes and help you, even if it costs money or time or whatever, you know, as long as legal, ethical, moral, find that guy or find that gal and do whatever, buy their lunch or pay their fee or do whatever, rub their back or whatever, whatever you got to sort it out. Like it just, it's, 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 it's just the, you know, the old saying smart people learn from their mistakes is true. And geniuses learn from other people's mistakes. Why do you have to go through the pain? So Hopefully that was helpful, Cleaning Nation. If you'd like more support, go to growmycleaningcompany.com. I don't think there's anything for sale, just hundreds and hundreds of hours of free content. Like Brittany said, we try and give as much concrete stuff as possible. And then if you actually need hand-holding stuff, you can reach out and we can do what we can. We'll see if we're a good fit. But growmycleaningcompany.com has all the good stuff. Check it out. See you there. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. 
Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing. Share it with a friend. Share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431. 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now. 602-932-6431. Give me a text. Say hey. Can't wait to meet you.